Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I'm Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in the holy city of Jerusalem. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. excited to be back here with you. I am sorry for my extended absence. We were moving back from Israel to America and it's been taking time to get settled, but I'm really excited to get going. I want to dedicate this podcast to the memory of my grandmother, whose yard site is actually today when I'm recording this, the 4th of Elul. Her neshama should have an aliyah. I actually want to share a story related to my grandmother and Elul, the Hebrew month that we're now in. When I was at my parents' house in New York this summer, my dad said he wanted to show me something. When he led me down into our basement, behind piles of bags and boxes, he pulls out a large painting of a rabbi blowing a shofar. And he says, your grandma painted this. His mother. I was completely stunned. And I'm going to post a picture of the painting so you can see what I'm describing. But this isn't just a picture of a rabbi blowing a shofar like in a dry kind of distant way like you know this is something nice that we do every year and here's the rabbi blowing the shofar no 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 this picture is dripping with emotion the rabbi's wrinkled face is exuding such an intense love and longing and it flows from him like his long white beard and his talus that's wrapped around him and this painting touches me deeply I don't understand how my secular grandma painted this. And obviously I can no longer ask her, ask her, but the painting reminds me of a teaching that I read from Rabbi Shlomo Karlbach. He says, imagine that I love somebody very much. And then sadly enough, I do something to hurt that person's feelings. And we stop being close. We, mamash, we, we really become strangers. And I feel so bad, completely broken. I think we can all relate to this scenario in one way or another, whether it's with a friend or a family member. Suddenly, the question isn't so much whether what I did was right or wrong. It's much deeper than that, he says. I just miss my friend with all my heart, so I go to him or her and I cry. I love you so much. Please let me return. Let me come back. I just want to be close to you again. You know, Rabbi Shlomo Karbach says, every time we do wrong, We build a wall between ourselves and God. And then suddenly we realize what we've done. And we miss God so much. We miss the Torah. We miss Yiddishkeit. We miss Judaism. We miss being holy. So we start to cry out from the deepest depths of our hearts. Master of the world, I know I made so many mistakes. And I don't even have an excuse. But I'm I'm, I'm actually begging you. Please take me back. Please let me come home to you. And this Rabbi Karbach teaches is really the highest tshuva of all. The reason I'm sharing this teaching from Rabbi Karlbach is because when I look back at this painting, I I hear the I almost can hear what the rabbi blowing the shofar is, is saying to Hashem. It's it's so clear from his facial expression. He's saying, "Please let me come home to you." And as holy as he looks, the wrinkles on his face reveal a common humanity that we all share, which is we all make mistakes, and deep down we all want to come home to Hashem. 
And I think even the most seemingly disconnected of us yearn for this connection. Like my grandma, you know, I realized that to have painted this painting, she must have felt this longing in some way. Despite her very secular American life, we don't even know her Hebrew name. We don't even know if she had one. The Pintalith, yeah, the, the Jewish spark inside her burned. And somehow she was able to express it through this painting. So how does this all connect to Elul, the, the Hebrew month that we're in? Elul is an acronym for Ami Lododi Vododi Li. I am my beloved and my beloved is to me. Our sages teach us that during Elul, Hashem comes down from his palace, so to speak, into the fields, and he really makes himself available to us so that it's easier for us to connect to him. So during Elul, we have this incredible opportunity to reconnect with Hashem, and no matter how far we may have strayed during the year or in our lives, he's waiting for us to do tshuva to return to him. I want to share a beautiful idea that I read Recently, a rabbi that I know, his name is Rabbi Rubin, he co-wrote an article called The Psychology of Chuba, where he compares the steps of recovery from trauma with the steps of chuba. Chuba is repentance, loosely translated. Now, I just want to make a disclaimer that obviously trauma is a very loaded word and it means different things to different people based on our individual life experiences. And I am in no way trying to minimize um, the intensity that of trauma that people have experienced. There are steps to recovery from trauma. Safety, obviously getting to a place of safety. And number two is remembrance and mourning. And number three is reconnection, very loosely. And the steps of tshuva are to stop the sin that we're doing, to confess it out loud, to regret it, and then to accept upon ourselves not to repeat the sin. And Rabbi Rubin and he writes that the process of mourning a trauma is not the mourning of the pain of the trauma itself, a pain which has been or is being dealt with, but rather it's mourning the lack of relationship that the trauma has caused. Listen to this, to this line. It's a mourning over the loss of connection between the victim's body and the victim's own soul. And this is the exact mourning that we're doing in tshuva when we do when we do tshuva we, we regret our past actions we're regretting that the way we acted was different from what our soul truly deeply wants obviously we have free will and we have two drives we know this we have a yetzahara and a yetzahara tov we have an evil inclination and a good inclination we have physical desires and we have holy desires and we're always getting pulled in between them but at the end of the day our deepest, truest inner will is to connect to God and to align our will with his will. And so when we do actions that don't express that will, we're mourning over the loss of connection between our body and our soul. What's amazing about tshuva, repentance, and obviously we're entering into the season of repentance now with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, What's so amazing about tshuva, it's not just something we do when we've done something wrong. When we do it, our relationships fundamentally change and we change. It's not like we go back to who we were before. We actually become a different person. It's like the caterpillar that morphs into a butterfly. Tshuva actually brings us to an even higher level than before we sinned. Just a, a quick unpacking of the word sin. In Judaism, the word sin is really 
to miss the mark, to do something different than Hashem's will for us, which are outlined in the mitzvot that we have, the positive and negative commandments. When we make mistakes, which we all do, and then we regret them, and, we're, and we do tshuva, and the pain which spurs us to do tshuva, to do repentance over our mistake, actually causes us to come even closer to Hashem than we were beforehand. And that's exactly the point. The relationship with God is the point. As Rabbi Rubin so beautifully says in his article, relationship is the goal of Elul itself. As we re-understand and reset our lives and remember that Hashem is our King. So Elul is really the time to evaluate our lives and invest in this relationship that we have with God. And, and the main way that we do this is through tshuva. Elul really is an opportunity to find our way home and to reconnect with our deepest, our deepest inner will. Because no matter how far we stray or how many mistakes we make, Hashem is in the fields. He's waiting for us to connect with him. And I think this is such a beautiful thing. It's really one of our precious inheritances as, as Jewish people to tie it back into my grandmother and her painting, just like this painting, this beautiful painting that I inherited, this, this precious one-of-a-kind piece, this invaluable piece that I will have to always remember her. That's my precious inheritance, just like we have this beautiful, precious inheritance of Elul and this time where Hashem makes himself really available to us to, to connect with him, to come home, to come back to ourselves, to plug into what really matters and where our true priorities lie, our true inner will, our true inner ratzon. So I'm wishing us a growth-filled Elul, a time where we can really kind of take stock of the past year and where we want to go in the year ahead and prepare ourselves for Rosh Hashanah. And we should all be able to feel that connection to Hashem, not only when things are going well, but also through the mistakes that we make and through the lows, which propel us to actually come close to, to Him. I heard a beautiful idea just yesterday, originally from of Berkowitz that Hashem actually creates lack in order to bring us close to him because realistically Hashem could give us everything we want at every moment and make it so that everything is just perfect and we have no no need to reach out to him or thank him or ask him for anything but he didn't design the world that way and we have lacks we make mistakes and things get broken but it's all ultimately to propel us even closer to Hashem to an even higher level. So we should all merit this, and I look forward to learning again with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Be blessed.